Tabletop Unknown. Hello and welcome to Tabletop Unknown, the show where we playtest lesser known RPGs. My name is Jesse. <laughs> And my yeah. name's Will. <laughs> oh my <laughs> and gosh, you absolute piece of shit. <laughs> uh, and on the show, um, oh my god, it's been so long. I've actually forgotten what our intro is. Actually, hasn't been long. That was it. Like, yeah. we play test lesser known RPGs. Yeah, um, you're Jesse. I'm Jesse. Will. You're Will. Yeah. That's pretty much that's the start. Um, we are now on the eight bit network, and I have a copy that we get to read, which is Ooh, very exciting. Lovely. Welcome we to go. the big time, boy. We are home to the last. <laughs> Oh my god, you absolute animal. Uh, so we are on the 8-Bit Network, which is the largest independent gaming and culture podcasters and creators in Australia. We have a catalogue of over 1,000 episodes, all free and available at 8bit.net, or your podcast player of choice. Mm, sexy. Lovely. Love to be a part of the 8-Bit Network. Yep, and beautiful, our beautiful, beautiful boss, Brandon. Love him. Shout I still out. don't think he has heard us. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Brendan. Um, this will be the test as to whether he actually yeah, listens exactly, to us or yeah. not. So. It's like, oh, these guys. Yeah, they seem fun. We'll put them on there. Yeah. Uh, we love Brendan. Um, but also with us today, before we get into our system on what we're playing, we mm. have two very special guests. Two very special guests returning to us from season three, The Witcher, the acclaimed season three. Um, yep. It, critically have, acclaimed. acclaimed. Yeah, critically acclaimed by myself, my brother, and my mum. Um, <laughs> oh, your mum listens? Well, she tries. Okay. And I feel like that's the important thing. Hi, Will's mum. <laughs> she's probably already shut it off. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what 8-bit is. <laughs> Delete. Yeah. Um, but re- returning from season three, we have Nicola. Nicola, hello. Yeah. Hello, how are we? Oh, super duper. Welcome back. Thank, Thank you for you. joining Good us again. Here. Yes. Um, what has been happening? It's been a while since we've done The Witcher. What, what's been going on? Oh, you know, listening to all your other uh, tabletop seasons. Oh, she's uh, good. Uh, she's good. Get on it, guys. Um, uh, Spotify, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yes. We're on everything. Uh, yeah. Google Podcasts. I don't know if we're on Amazon yet. Anyway. Uh, yeah, just finished a show, mm-hmm. uh, which was good. Good yeah. run. A tale of Sweeney. Sweeney Toward. Yeah, Sweeney Toward. She was Sweeney. It was great. <laughs> I was. It was, yeah, really good. <laughs> it was a very modern take, and I love it. I loved every second of it. <laughs> Uh, if you're wondering who that third laughing is, that is my good friend, Ash. Hello, Ash, newcomer to the podcast. Hello, everybody. Nicola, are you hearing these boys being like big pros now and so we're in the cash money just as, as default by being here? Yes, absolutely. Yes, you're in the ca- if, you, if by cash money you mean you'll be getting pizza tonight for free, yeah. then yes, that, you are in the cash money. Yes, pizza talk time. Yes, mm, that is correct. Yeah, absolutely. Ash, you're here for a very special reason. I've actually had you in mind for a very long time for our seasons, but I wanted you for a specific kind of system, which is a little bit of a hint as to what we're playing, although the title gives us away, unfortunately, <laughs> anyway, and <laughs> our previous episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, and our previous episode where we explained the rules of the which game. Which we've but not yet recorded, so everything's a bit disarray. Thanks, uh, Will, for throwing that out life, there. and just, You've shown our hands. It's a show behind the curtain, you <laughs> yeah, know? No, what happens a, But in, it's, uh, hap- it's okay. See, I always thought the reason you never had me on is because you'd re- the world would realise I'm funnier than you. So. Mm, not going to happen. Very sorry, friend. Mm. I, my memes are top tier. Yours I mean, are at least B. I, I suspected it for a long time. <laughs> no, so now I'm glad to finally oh, test go. it. Here we go. Honestly, okay. it's not hard to be funnier than Jesse. Oh, oh Nicola, do you want your character to live? That's episode one. Yeah, it should be right. Um, yeah, so Ash, you are an expert. I, I would call you an expert uh, because I've played a couple of games now with you of different genres using the same system. What system are we pl- using? Uh, it's Powered by the Apocalypse. Thank you. Love that name. It's a very it's a grim name. name. It is a grim name, mm. but that's because it's generally been used for grimmer IPs, actually. Mm. Um, it's, yeah. Avatar, um, don't kill people, but use Powered by the Apocalypse. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Powered by the Apocalypse is um, really good for procedurals. Mm. Actually, you'll find. Mm. Um, and my first, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. yeah, my first foray into Power by the Apocalypse was a uh, like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer supernatural kind oh, of cool. real world, yeah, yeah, setting to take taking place in Frankston. Mm. So it was really great to like. Yeah. Just play in Frankston because yeah. I knew it visually. It was really For those easy. DMs out there, if you really want to mess with your players' heads, all you need to do is set your campaign somewhere where you live. I literally had players driving past a park and glaring at it and they couldn't figure out why. They're like, oh, right, that's where the Hellhound was. Yes, <laughs> it was It was very fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I've also 
Um, Ash, you're also a DM for my masks campaign, mm. which um, is like teenage superheroes, and it also uses Power by the Apocalypse. Yeah, uh, Magpie Games, uh, Magpie same, Games. same people there that make, make this one. So Love them mm. over there at Magpie Games. Mm. That's our third, second hint on the system that we're playing. But we are playing Avatar Legends, which is very exciting. Very it has recently been released on Kickstarter, at least digitally. We are yet yeah. to receive the physical items, which is sad, but I'm still very excited. I was worried we wouldn't get it in time because, you know, Kickstarter can blow out their timelines yes, a little bit. Absolutely. But this, this came on time. So well, well it came it came on time also. Uh we have had major setbacks this year with timelines. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> that too. With COVID and all sorts of stuff. Mm. So we actually planned this this season two months ago. Two months ago. Yeah. Um and it was out then, but there's since been erratas and addendums to the PDFs, which is great because mm. it's made the system better. Mm. Mm. So, this system is very unique in that it requires you you as a DM actually don't do as much work as you usually would. You can't prepare as much as, say, D&D. And we are going to lean into that hard, which is very scary for me. Um, because <laughs> Welcome I, to my world. I get yes. now why you put your hand up very quickly, though, because you're like, oh, little preparation. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yes. well, not only that, but I do really like coming up with stuff on the spot, and I think oh, yeah, I am yeah. good at it, too. Definitely. So well, we're going to fill out and do the last section of character creation, which is very unique. Once you create, usually you create all your characters together in a session zero with these systems. You're meant to. Yeah. And you're meant to go through that process observing the other people. So you have a real clear idea of what, you know, you're doing. But we just didn't want to use a whole episode on character creation. So all of you have created characters. Mm. And we're going to go around. Um, we'll start with you, Ash. And mm. you're going to tell us your character um, and your playbook. Playbook is essentially the same as a class. So, yeah, tell us your character, their name, what they look like. Are they a bender? Are they not? And if they are a bender, what's their fighting style? So on and so forth. Yeah, so I'm playing Yuka Bowen, um, who, we, like, the playbook is the prodigy. The fun <laughs> thing about uh, these books is you actually just make your fighting style. It doesn't exist until you decide what it is. So I've called it Fluid Defense because I'm a waterbender. And basically you can choose a few different things. I've chosen a proud, privileged kid slash teenager, whatever age we end up being. You're a cool teen. Cool teens. Let's go. And pretty much sharply dressed, traditional blue, sort of snowy white hair, swept back loosely, prone to getting around bare feet, and just has that sort of chip on the shoulder. The the prodigy book is sort of meant to say, look, you are literally better at bending than other people. Like from a very early age people saw that. So uh, yeah, there's all whole fluid defense is about you can't hit me. That's, right. that's my whole jam. I don't need to hit you. You'll just tie yourself out. Excellent. So there's two more questions I want to know. So there is a very unique system in this game called balance. What mm. is your two sides, your two principles of your balance? I have excellence and community. Right. So those are the two things we'll be drawing you in between yeah. as the story goes on. And lastly, there is one other thing. It's sort of your main drive. It's on the bottom left sort of section of your first page that describes sort of like the... The main sort of idea or like plot thing about the prodigy. What's yours? Uh, what is yours called? And what's the gist of it? Uh, so, in terms of extraordinary skill, um, so I don't get a specific name for it. It just says choose two areas. Your mastery is particularly impressive. Correct. And I, and I pick shaping and maneuvering. Wonderful. Like, Excellent. Thank you very much. Cool. Sounds like a fun kind of kind of teen. Cool teen. Uh, Will, are you also playing a cool teen? What are you playing? No, Tell I'm playing a story. bit of an older person, uh, more of a um, Tenzin type age, I'd Fun. say. Like, uh, so I hadn't fleshed it out fully, but essentially, I liked the idea. I was, I was, you know, I was just thinking about Star Wars, as I often do because I'm a <laughs> big, big old nerd. Big um, and I was thinking about Darth Vader and this idea of being too old to sort of reach your potential or your age making you a bit dangerous and things like that. Yeah, okay. So I thought, cool, I might take that on. Because, like, I really like the idea of airbenders being sort of mon mono monist mon monastic. Monastic. Yeah. Um, but if you come into that too old, how – and it, it sort of shows it in Korra when, like, everyone starts – popping up with airbender powers and, mm. you know, Tenzin's going to them saying, well, you're going to move here and you're going to, you know, become a vegetarian. And there's a guy like, I don't want to do that. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, I have a wife and kids. Yeah, I'm not leaving. I have to go to work tomorrow. I'm not going to become a mom. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. So that was the sort of idea I liked. And so I wanted to go with something like that. So essentially my character's name is Tumo um, and he discovered or he his, his bending was 
discovered at an older age. So sort of mid to late 20s, I would say. Uh, He doesn't have any kids. He doesn't have a wife, but he was romantically involved with a local village person, Mm. um, which uh, he, at, at this point in the timeline... I'd say people weren't as outspoken against the Airbenders. They were they were still very prevalent in the era that we're playing in. Yeah, we are playing in the Kyoshi era for Kyoshi era for Nailed anyone it. asking. Thank you very so much. So rather than sort of being told, well, you're going to move to the this this monastery and you're going to start doing living this lifestyle, instead of being like, I don't want to do that, he was like, oh. God, okay, well, these are really respected people. I guess I have to do that. And so mm. he goes there, but with that comes a bit of, of sort of anger and resentment about that. Um, so what's your playbook, Will? My playbook is The Hammer. Great. Yeah. Give so, us a quick ha, nailed the it. Hammer. Works so, well. so The Hammer is, um, yeah, always looking for a bit of a fight. Um, <laughs> okay. Great for so, a monk. Yeah, great for a monk, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so the the... Sorry, what was that thing in the bottom left called? The the key skill or whatever it was? The it's sort of like the, the clutch it, thing, the plot point. Or the, the, extraordinary the, skill I've got written. Well, it's different for every playbook. Yeah, oh, so yeah. this playbook calls, is called Bringing Them Down, and essentially I had to name an adversary and what my goal for that adversary right. was. Who's your adversary? My adversary is, is Kiyoshi. Great. Um, and my goal is to depose them. Uh, now, the reasons why I haven't quite worked out yet because you've given us the hook but you haven't said it on mic so when you gave us the hook I was like hmm maybe my initial thought won't work I'll come up with something yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes we'll see how um, we go. now you also have a balance track what's your I balance do. Size, my balance please? is force and care Ooh, very, fun. Mm, very fun yeah exciting and lastly Nicola tell us about your character please sure uh, her name is Ayami she is a rogue that's uh, your playbook that's my playbook right? yes um Looks-wise, uh, quite slim, uh, very long uh, black hair slipped back. Uh, she's very neat. She did uh, come from a military background. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was drafted uh, by the Fire Nation military. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you were a firebender? I am a firebender, indeed, with a, with a little bit of a twist. Um, and, yeah. Great. So what's your main... Um, sort of thing, your plot thing, like the, the character is? Um, yeah, so she's she's got a bit of sticky fingers. Uh, she, she likes to put her hands in people's pockets. Um, so what's this called? What is it? What's the actual thing? That oh, it's have? called uh, Bad Habits. Great. So you have yep. some bad habits. So yeah. you steal things. I, I do. That's, yes, so I that's do. one. Is there a few there or is it? Yeah, there's a few. Uh, look, she's picked up some... As, as it says, bad habits uh, over her years. Uh, so we've got trespassing as well, uh, daredevil stunts, and charming insults of dangerous people. Right, that's very exciting. Yes. Um, and what are you? What are your two balance uh, principles, please? Yep. So I've got friendship and survival. Friendship and survival. Very fun. Very fun. And what is your? So this is the other thing about this system. It's really cool. As Ash said, it doesn't give you a fighting style. It asks you to just describe it really easily in mm. one or two words. So that could be like boomerang king or um I don't know, it's like Cabbage Man. Cabbage Man. <laughs> yeah. Why or, did I not pick Cabbage Man? <laughs> awfully upset. Yeah, you've just you've you've done better than I could ever do in two seconds. Cabbage bender. <laughs> Cabbage bender. Um what's your fighting style? Uh it is a lightning boxer. Ooh. Very cool. That's kind of fun. Very fun. Lightning boxer. Is that the twist? Wait, is the twist is, is the twist that you know how lightning works? It is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, just off the top of my dome, no idea where it came from, just somehow managed to deduce that. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, Will, what was your fighting style that you had written down? Uh, mine was, I actually chose one that was like one of the recommend, it was sort of the, the example ones. And yeah, it's sure. high, high velocity, so essentially cool. like- so you're very quick. Air to like get in and out of situations really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Mm. Excellent. All right, before we begin, we actually have to do a little thing called group focus and the campaign worksheet. Now, this is this is the scary part for me because this I don't know what you guys are going to choose and I have to create the content come. for today. Always come. I have Yeah, okay. <laughs> hither. Um, <laughs> all right. Come hither, let us work this out. Yeah. Avatar the Last Airbender. 
Come bending. Come bending. <laughs> what kids can't listen to the- There we go. There's the explicit tag. Sorry, kids. You can't listen to this season. Oh, uh, are we trying to go for a kid? Not anymore. <laughs> no, like, you can take that. Like, I can just no, that. It's too late. It's too late. We're, like we're all drinking. Well, we're all drinking beer. It's That's too true. Late. Yeah. Yep, Ash so has kindly brought along some beers. So we're getting a bit loose this session. Loosey goosey. I don't think it's we've a bit. Okay. Well, I definitely have heard this show before and I've definitely heard cans opening. So Yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I also say grip it and rip it a lot. I don't know if Maybe it's I like to pretend that we're not drinking all the time, but in reality, we are drinking Maybe, yeah. all the time. Excellent. So first of all, we need to choose an error. We have chosen an error. That is the Kiyoshi error. Mm. Congratulations. We're choosing a scope. Now, usually you would choose like how big your campaign's going to be. I've chosen this for us because we're doing a limited season, which is going to be narrow. So we're doing a narrow season. So this will generally focus. Narrow is for like single... Um, single session campaigns or sort of small, very small campaigns. We're obviously going to aim for about three or four episodes, yeah. as we usually do. So narrow is what we've chosen. Mm-hmm. Now the next one we need to decide, and you guys need to decide this together, is called group focus. So I'm going to give you the options, and you are going to choose. Okay, um, and then I'm going to ask you some questions. So. Choosing a group focus. With your error and scope determined, you need to establish the reason your group sticks together with a group focus. Your group focus is a purpose of which first united your companions to achieve a common goal. Your characters might disagree about how to achieve it, but they all believe the goal is so important that it's worth risking danger and changing their futures. As a group, you must choose one of the following. One of the following verbs to be your group focus. (laughs) Then determine the object of the verb's action. So, I'm going to give you the verbs first. Collectively, you want to choose... Not, sorry to interrupt, but should you, should you read the prompt first so that the listeners know with what context we're choosing this? Or, or That's actually that- a great idea. You know what? Let's go straight into the intro. Yeah. <laughs> Will is an actual stitch bender because you got stitched up. I hate you so much. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. For real. Avatar Legends, Remnants of the Fifth. Earth, a man karate chops a rock in half. Fire, a woman walks through the air on jets of flame as if up a staircase. Air, a man zips left, right, up and down at incredible speeds, landing in a burst of dust. Water, a woman draws water from the ground and turns it to ice in the shape of a trident. Avatar Kuruk, Kyoshi's predecessor, was a disappointment as an avatar. With instability growing worse in the Earth Kingdom, there was desperation to find the next avatar quickly. An earthbender Yun was identified as the avatar. Avatar Yun is also a disappointment. Failing to manifest any element other than Earth has left the world very anxious and scared. Taking advantage of the weakness of the world is the Fifth Nation, the most powerful pirate fleet in the world. Its long history, large numbers and impressive strength set it apart from the other pirate fleets in the world. Members originally came from the Southern Water Tribe, but the fleet was made up of people from all ethnicities and believed in treating their members equally. Part of this fleet is a small water tribe ship called the Cobrafant, a mid-sized vessel of sleek design sitting low in the water to give waterbenders easy access to the sea. It resembles an oversized canoe with a large house stacked on its stern. Making up its crew is a small group of waterbending pirates and some officers, a waterbender, a firebender, an airbender, and a constantly drunk captain known as Captain Hanter, who likes to call himself a brewbender. The ship sits with a dozen of others, all encased in a glacier in the South Pole, waiting for their leader, Tagaka, to show the signal and attack the forces of Avatar Yun, who has come to make a treaty with the Fifth Nation. So that is the prompt, everyone. And now we're going to choose a group focus. Mm. So these are your options. To defeat, blank. To protect, blank. To change, blank. To deliver, blank. To blank. To rescue, blank. Or to learn, blank. Now, there are a few options with each one. So, together, shortlist some options and I can give you their details and then we can choose one. Okay. So, to defeat, to protect, to change, to deliver, blank. To blank. To rescue, blank. To learn, blank. To deliver Avatar Yun to Tanaka, is that his name? Tagaka. Tagaka. 
Um, the, uh, in, in the current setting, they're currently talking. So <laughs> oh. that doesn't work. <laughs> Job yep. done. Let's go, guys. <laughs> well done. Short seasons, good season. All right. <laughs> I will short no, like this. Another beer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I will shortlist that one, and then I will redo your options. Okay. So, uh, Ash, you can choose one. Op- How about this? You can each choose one to shortlist, and then together you can choose. I think learning is, is on To my- learn, you big fucking nerd. Nicola. I quite like defeat. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. So, I'm now going to read- um, those focuses and what they entail. If you're trying to defeat a dangerous foe, what makes them powerful and compelling? Why are they a danger to innocence or nature? What kind of followers or minions do they command? Why hasn't anyone taken them down yet? To deliver blank to blank. Um, you're trying to deliver someone or something to somewhere or someone else. Why is the thing you are delivering so important? Why can't others step in to deliver it? Who doesn't want to deliver, want it delivered and Why? What are some of the dangers you might face along the way? And then lastly, to learn. If you're trying to learn something, what makes that knowledge difficult or illegal to obtain? Who is trying to stop you from learning it and why? Who else is trying to learn it and will their efforts to help will their efforts help or hinder yours? Is your group focus something you can tell everyone you meet or must you keep it a secret? So of those three options, what seems the most fun to you? I, look, he, here's a question for you two. Do we want to be like a splinter cell boat of the Fifth Fleet with like our own real agenda? Or do we want to be like part of the whole... Part of the ship, part of the crew? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> um, I quite like the idea of being a splinter cell, but... Yeah, I could roll with that. Cool. That doesn't answer my question, though. Um, so no, no, but it does sort of narrow down. Narrow down. Like, so I don't yeah. think you're going to learn something first well, of all, as a splinter. I mean, group. we could be trying to learn why Avatar Yun is not mm. is a disappointment. Is a disappointment. Like why he's not succeeding in. Sorry, is it he or she or Yun is a? I'm pretty sure he's male. Yeah. Um, why they're not performing? Pe- 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally what I was thinking. It's like, hey, we, something, something that doesn't smell right. So, yeah. like, How we that? are in the ocean, fish and stuff. <laughs> Fun fact: you can't actually smell fish if it's good. Uh, Only like, bad fish. Well, I guess I've eaten a lot of bad fish in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to stop. Explains stick, a lot about me. <laughs> you need to stop sticking your head underwater and sniffing. I think <laughs> is what you, you need to do. It's just a, such a rush. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I see my grandma. She tells me I'm a disappointment. I just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're murdering yourself. Moving on. Um, so you want to learn why Avatar Yun is a disappointment? Is that? Is that? Is, uh, it's I just like a suggestion. It, I like like yep. If we can yeah. focus something else, I'm happy. Cool. To go with so that. Yeah. your other thing. Let's just let's humor the audience and go. So if you were to deliver someone to some something, yep. or something to someone, Kiyo- what would that be? Kiyoshi uh, to Tagato. Is that the name? Tagaka. Tagaka. Oh. Why? Um, She's also there as well. Yeah, she is Can't there. Well, that's it. So if we if we done done pinch Kiyoshi and be like, hey, you know how these negotiations are going? Guess what? Guess who we got? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I do. And that, that goes Kiyoshi. with your, your jam. Yep. Yeah. Kiyoshi to Tagaka. Mm. That's an option. Um, finally, to defeat blank. Uh, to defeat Yun and his forces. Yun and his forces. That seems the obvious one, but I'm happy to. Cool. To defeat All right, Tagaka. So there, there, there's some pretty good really options. So to defeat Yun. Yun. So defeat Yun. Yep. We have to deliver Kiyoshi to Tagaka. Or to learn why Yun is a disappointment. What sticks out the most to you all? I think just because it's the most different to anything else I've played, the learning one sticks out to me. But mm. I'm I, like, yeah, I'm very happy with any of those. I mean, if one of us or the captain is intelligent enough to be like, hey, let's the brewbender. Yeah, he's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's like that sort of drunken master. Oh, you know how Iro constantly has like yeah. what sounds like the worst advice, and you're, even everyone again goes, "What the hell did I just say?" But it actually turns out it's amazing. I don't know this man yet, but I feel like it would sound like that initially. But then you'd walk away and be like, "Hang on, he didn't fucking say anything. <laughs> 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 he talked about hops for thirty minutes." <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, any opinions? Yeah, I think learn is quite interesting because it's got a bit of a, a bit of a danger side to it. Yeah, cool. Which okay. I enjoy. All right, so learn why Yun sucks. That's what you've <laughs> yeah. chosen. Learn why Yun. Great. Sucks. All right, so there's next. There's the next sort of thing is I may or may not use this, but it's there. We might as well use it. So straight away, your location is the southern, uh, southern sea near the southern water tribe. Mm-hmm. 
just so you know. Near Southern Water Boys tribe. Great. Cool. All right. So act one. These are your options. We befriend an ally who gave us access to a valuable item. We discovered a secret hidden by a powerful figure. We discovered something fun but drew the ire of a powerful foe in the process. Or we learned the frightening plans of a powerful foe. We just need to tick one and we can fill in who, whatever it might be as we go. I got a super easy one, but I don't know if that's what we want to go with, which is, you know, um, we met the brewbender. It's like, yeah, come join my ship. Like, that that's a gimme. So you're already a part of this ship. You're already oh, okay. a Cobra fan. Fair enough. I wasn't sure if this is pre-Cobra pre fan. No. Okay. Yep. In that case, I got nothing. Go. <laughs> just choose one. Choose one. You don't need to... Yeah, we don't need a de- to- decent reason. That's mm. me. Okay. So, befriend an ally who gave us access to a valuable item, discovered a h- secret hidden by a powerful figure, did something fun, but drew the ire, for- ire of a powerful figure in the process. We learned the frightening plans of a powerful foe. Discover a secret. Seems yeah. Like it yeah. would tie in with, with us. Yeah. With what we're trying to do. Yeah. The yeah. learning squad. And that's <gasps> the- Discovered a secret. The, the professors. <laughs> there we go. Has you- Great. That's that works out really well. Act, I'll ask in the break. Act two. I don't need to know this now. Um, we we stole blank a valuable item from a powerful foe. We discovered a terrible truth about a location or powerful figure. We defended an ally or place from a powerful foe. We destroyed a valuable item and drew the ire of its owner, a powerful foe. What was the first one, sorry? We stole a valuable item from a powerful foe. I reckon we got a scroll we can't translate. Yeah. What, what do we reckon? Yeah, yeah I'm happy yeah. with that. Yeah. No idea what it says, but we got it. Mm. Right. This isn't, you don't have this yet. This is our instant. Oh, we're going to get it. Yeah. We're going to get so a scroll we can't. Well, you stole something. I'm, it's not going to be a, I don't know if it's going to be a scroll, An but orb. we stole a valuable item. A cup. vessel we can't open. We that, stole that may or may not have <laughs> a scroll in it. Right. Yeah. Give us that explicit <laughs> tag. Even Will, more. are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been a long week. <laughs> Your beer is nearly empty, sir. <laughs> that is a that's a question, Nicola. <laughs> and Act Three: We fought and barely defeated Blank. We narrowly escaped capture by Blank. We saved or rescued an ally from a powerful figure. We were saved from a powerful figure by an ally to their own detriment. I mean, itching for a fight, anyone? Anyone? Yes. Act three sounds like good fight. Yeah. We fought and barely defeated a powerful foe. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, act three is when we should turn on each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't, don't give away the, the, the notes we were given beforehand. Rude. Uh, to, to those in the home, specifically, there are rules where you are allowed to turn on each other. And Jesse's like, if you're going to do it, please don't do it to like three. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we can get some Just so we can actually, yeah. He came to us hat in hand. Okay. Pleading in his All eyes. All right. Um, can, I, um, can I write down both of your names? No reason. Just I uh, need to. <laughs> I, it's a good idea just to have your names of each person in front of you, just so you can refer to them as the person. Right. Also, before we get right into it, give us some of that uh, character voice stank, please. Okay. Will, you can start us off. I'm going to throw you under the bus. Mm, yes. <laughs> Avatar Yun is here once again. Nice, nice. And that, what was your character's name? Uh, uh, Tumo. Tumo. Great. Ash, what's your character's name? And give us a little... Yes, uh, uh, Tumo is here again. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> Please um, don't. Go I, was for a second. I, I was like, geez, Ben. <laughs> <Christ, all right." laughs> no, I think I'm just going to go with the standard peppy, hey, guess what, I'm better than you kind of voice. Wonderful. Great. And what was your character name? Yuka. Yuka. Nicola, give us some of that character voice stank, please, with your character name. Stank? I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Stick your head under some water, have a sniff, that'll get rid of that stank. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can we award MVP? Touché, touché. I think she wins. I think Nicola's actually joining our regular cast now. So. <laughs> a tick in my book. Nice. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'll probably just do just like a generic American accent. Yeah, great. Maybe great. maybe yeah, not quite works. so peppy, but uh, go peppy. Let's. let's nah, I don't know. Do what you do what you like. Um, the Valley of Fire Girl is that what? We're <laughs> Valley of Fire. Um, Ayami from the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, what was your character's name again, Nicola? Uh, Ayami, A-Y-A-M-I. Nailed it. First spelling. Ayami. Lovely. Great. Hey, guys. You know the second best sound of the world? Yes, grip it and rip it, dude. Grip it and rip it. Slam those donkeys, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas looking at me they're like, but what's, what's, what's the best sound in the world? Don't. We can't do that sound <laughs> on here. Um, <clears throat> you are all on the... 
Do what sound? Um, we, you, the three of you are on the deck of the Cobra Fant, a water bending vessel. Or Has anyone a, seen HMS Pinafore? Yes. No. That's all I'm thinking. I'm, only, I'm only the Simpsons. But never, no, never, never. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, was that from that? Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I need to watch more Gilbert and Sullivan. Um, yeah, you're walking around, and Captain Hanata stumbles onto the deck. Uh, he seems to be quite not. He's not like happy, but like he's got that buzz, that midday buzz, or not the midday buzz. Um, but you're like, oh yeah, he's he's tanked, which is good because he's a functioning alcoholic. And you're like, well, thank. At least he's not sober because that's twenty times worse. Uh, drink responsibly. Um, <laughs> You Hold on, you, can morning, someone crack another can? can we? <laughs> Hold on, yes. Absolutely. I've run out. Yeah, you see, Hanada walks on the deck and it's like, oh, grip it and rip it, boys. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Hanata, that's the second best sound one can hear. Yeah, I made those cans so they do that. You know that, right? Does metal bending exist yet? Uh, technically, no. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, the morning sun reflects, refracts, um, Beautifully through the massive fake glacier you are all encapsulated in. Around you on the calm seas are dozens of Fifth Nation ships and you are all waiting for the go um, to attack, which presumably will be when uh, Tagaka lowers the fake glacier ice around you. So you're just killing time. You're on deck. There's a couple of waterbenders just sort of like so joshing about, doing nothing, just waiting. You've been waiting here now for nearly 24 hours. You were here early morning yesterday. The meeting took place last night and was set to continue into the morning. So it could be any moment. You are just been, you've been waiting for quite a while. Um... So we never did connections. Do we just pretend? Oh my god, connections! Yes. Yeah. So very quickly, we need to talk about how your characters know each other. I'm so bad at this. Okay. So on each of your sheets, you should have two slots on the second page of your character sheet. Um, you, I'm not going to. We're not going to talk about it. You're just going to tell me which one of the other two player characters fits into that gap. So just say, just you, just insert that person into that sentence when you read it. Ash, you're going to do one. Then we're going to go... Actually, no, do both, because as soon as you do one, we know what the other one is. So yeah, no, it's... What are your two? Um, so I think that uh, Ayami uh, uh, could use uh, training from someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> I suppose I'm up to the task. Um, oh. it's, it's literally what it says. Great. Um, and your yeah. second one? Uh, so, not sure if the overtures of friendship from Tamo make me happy, mad, or both. So, you got to be pals with me. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Will. Tamo is, uh, yeah, not a friend- it, friendly guy. It doesn't have um, to, it just has to be the over, like, just the initial beginnings yeah. making some sort of orchestral noise, and then you can stop. Cool. Okay, rock and roll. So, Will, you have two options on there as well. Can you please fill in those people and read them out? So, Ayami has a way to solve problems with words instead of fists. It's really impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And your second one? I worry Yuka won't be able to hold their own when things get tough. I'm going to toughen them up. Because it's all fancy, like it's yeah. He's a fancy boy, fancy lad. Yep. He's not uh, like scrap. He's not scrappy. Great. I nearly did a spit take directly into the mic. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> we don't have new mics yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nicola. Well, okay, so Ash's response has made me change mine. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so uh, Yuka is way too uptight, too trapped in themselves. They need to break some rules. Nice. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like. Uh, and correct. Tumo is amazing and I hope they like me. Maybe they're worth playing it straight. Hey. Wait, wait did, did we have it the other way around first? Man, I could have been liked by someone. It's never, a hard life. Huh? Never again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're on the ship. What are you doing to pass time? It's been long laborious. You haven't been able to rest much because you've had to be ready for this. For this, And you're all officers on the Cobra Fant. Um, Hanata, Hanata? Hanata? Hunter. H-A-N-T-A. Hunter. Oh, oh okay. Just- Hunter. Sure. Uh, that's his name, sorry. Um, he also says that his name wrong. He's like, hey, guys. It's, <laughs> that's, it's, actually, it's different every time we hear it. <laughs> uh, signal? Is signal yet? Uh, no, nothing, no, nothing yet. Yeah, no, I haven't no. seen anything beyond this infuriating ice. 
Nice, nice, nice. Okay, he falls over <laughs> onto the ground. You onto the onto the, like, hey, I'm your captain. Mm. Captain, this jackass, and then he just points at his nuts. <laughs> right, <laughs> just like Nickelodeon would have wanted. Friendly, I gotta get into a different mindset. All right, uh, uh, Captain, this, and then he just like points at a. Cabbage. I don't know. <laughs> points at a cabbage. Just like He's Nickelodeon like, would have wanted. You, you, you there. He points to the cabbage. He's like, get back to work. Captain Cabbage, get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> the cabbage rolls away. I don't think Tumo's okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this escalated quickly. Um, I, I, uh, I may not have liked my last captain, but uh, Jesus Christ, this guy's useless. I, I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> We know. That's why. I, I that's why we I said don't care. it. I don't, I don't care anymore. And that's why I respect you for it. Your first mate. Thank you so much. Um, anyways, in terms of passing time, I think that at some point uh, you could just goes, uh, uh, "Hey, Ayami, pull!" And like he just launches an ice ball out of the water, so you can do something interesting with it. But he doesn't warn you he's doing it. Sweet. I see it. It doesn't really phase me because I'm used to people on the ship just doing random shit for no reason. Uh, I just uh, grab both of my hands out in the air and I just do a little flick, throw a bit of fire at it and it just melts and sprays back down on him. Great. Can you please roll, rely on your skills and training? Mm. Sure. It uses uh, plus focus. Okay. So 2d6. It's a five and a three. Ooh. Plus your focus. Uh, nine. Nine. Mixed success. Great. You do it imperfectly. Um, you do manage to melt it, but as you sort of hit it, you put out your hands and you throw a jet of flame up. You sort of like knock it off. It's on an angle and it does melt away. However, you just drench the captain in the water melted <laughs> from this ice ball that's been thrown up by Yuka. Yuka? Yuka. Great. Excellent. I just sort of watch this and go, hmm. If ever, Yuka, if ever we need an ice ball raised from the ocean to defeat someone, you've got it covered. Good job. <laughs> He's like, hey, you didn't, you didn't mean to get me wet, did you? I'm, he stands up and he salutes himself. He's <laughs> like, because I'm the captain. Yes. And then all of a sudden you hear... Is, is that Captain Cabbage sounding the call? <laughs> yes, the cabbage is on the horn. Um, and as you hear this massive horn sound echo out three times, the walls of the glacier just shatter and turn into rain and patter down on you. And suddenly it is the morning. Um, you knew it was the morning. You could see through the glacier, but now the wide open sea is in front of you. Off to uh, your left in the sh- uh, if you're facing the bow of the ship uh, and then off to the port side, uh, which is the left for all you (laughs) non-nauticals. Getting saily, boys. Saily, boys. Off to the port side, you see a small um, glacier island-ish sort of shape off in the distance. That is where Tagaka is with Yun. Mm. Um, You know that this meeting was on false pretenses. You weren't actually here to make a meeting. You were here to capture Avatar Yun at all costs. There is two boats that have headed out of the water now that they've seen this ridiculous mass. You know they cannot win. However, they seem to be aiming to slow you down. Hmm. Um, You are part of the vanguard moving forward with a bunch of other small ships. Captain uh, Hunter sort of lazily stands up and is like, go that way! I feel that Yuko is going to be really feeling the need to just be like, oh, yes, that's fine. Uh, you said that way, but if we go that way, we're going to get there faster with a little bit of fancy water bending. Cool. Um, Can so I th- you please guide and comfort? Guide Captain. Um, I kept it. You're trying to guide him. Okay. I thought I was making just, a better decision. No, I was just going to do bending and he wasn't going to notice, but I'm happy to... He absolutely wouldn't notice, but he's your <laughs> captain, so... All right. And because you are a proper gentleman, you will probably actually... You're a proper kind of person, sorry. You are raised correctly. You would obey your captain's orders. Guess who is marking nice. growth? Oh, what did you roll? A total of three, sir. Three, great. So mark growth. Growth is how we level up. Uh, he's like, that is... And he looks you dead in the eyes, like, the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Full steam ahead. We don't have steam. Full water ahead. 
uh, waterbenders, yeet us at that thing. And you see a bunch of waterbenders scuttle on deck and then all of a sudden they start raising their hands and throwing them down to their side on either side of the vessel and you just get push, bu- pushed forward mm. aggressively as you head straight for this glacier. You all can very clearly see that, yes, the waterbenders that the captain uses to pilot the ship are fiercely loyal to him for some reason, <laughs> and they will not stop. They will go straight into this glacier and uh, crash you, and you all have actually dealt with this before, and you know that you need to convince the captain not to crash the ship. So I, what are you guys going to do? I'm, um, I'm going to get my air glider out. You have one? Great. I guess I do now. You do now. <laughs> if, if it's it's like it's homemade, but it, it yeah, like- yeah. No, because he was kicked out of the monastery. I'm going to say he had to make his own. Like <laughs> he even ta- had to get his own tattoos done, so they're not quite perfect. But kind of um, wobbly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sadly, like- they look like the movie version rather than the TV yeah, series. Yeah, they're version. red as well. I decided. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Darth so Tummo coming in. They had. <laughs> so he gets out his glider. He says. Captain Cabbage, you have the helm. And then he like <laughs> opens it up and leaps into the sky. Uh, the cabbage rolls indifferently to the left. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, leaps into the sky. And from the sky, I am going to just take, take in the scene. Cool. Can you please assess a situation? Ooh. I certainly can. Mm-hmm. Roll 2d6. Plus in creativity. Yes, okay. Punch where it matters. When I assess a situation, even if I fail, I can always ask who or what here is most vulnerable to me. Nice. Excellent. Um, cool. So yeah. roll roll your dice, and if you fail, we can go from that list. If you succeed, you can still ask some of those yeah. questions. And I'm sorry, which skill was this? This is creativity. Okay. A five. A five. Is that total? So what were the two dice? Is total. It was a one and a three. Great. Plus what for your Plus one. Jesse, is there some system in this? I know in other Powered by the Apocalypse you can boost a score. Is there like... You can. There is actually a very useful skill called help. Um, You can take an appropriate action action to help a companion. Mark one fatigue and you can give them a plus one to their roll. So, Will, what did you roll? A five. A five in total. Okay, so if you get help from both your companions, you will not boost that up to a mixed success and you will not fail. Um... You guys can obviously choose what to do what you like, but I can still you ask can, a question. You absolutely can still ask one of those yeah. questions. So um, I, I don't think we, we waste Probably not worth yeah, using the fatigue. I agree. Uh, I, sorry, I just wanted to make sure. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, Will, what question would you like to ask <clears throat> from your list? Who or what here is most <laughs> vulnerable to me? What are the chances? <laughs> Great. Um, who, who or what here is most vulnerable to you? So, you can see already that the tent has been ripped away and stuck in the ice is uh, Avatar... Yun, sorry, not Avatar Yun, her, their, sorry, his mm. um, assistant, a couple of other earthbenders um, and some members of the um, Avatar's, like, bodyguards and stuff yeah. have been pulled down into the ice. They are trapped. They cannot do anything. However, their Avatar Yun has somehow protected himself with some sort of stone and is not locked in combat, but he's not locked out of combat and are still fighting. So who is most vulnerable to you are the people that are trapped in ice currently. Okay. I think I've got a plan. Uh, I've I've got a move, uh, which is part of my playbook, called Surprising Entrance. Um, If you trick someone uh, by using skills to disappear and reappear somewhere else in the same scene. Um, So I can roll with focus. So I'm actually going to say to Army, it's like, hey, can you create a wall of fire? I think I have something that might work here. Yeah, I don't see why I can't. Um, and what I'm going to do is attempt to create like a submersible. So basically, once the wall of fire comes up, just dive underneath the oncoming boats. Okay. Uh, Ayami, can you please use rely on your skills and training? Um, and can you also, Yuko, please? Yuka? Yuka? Yuka. Yuka, please also roll, rely on your skills and training. This both seems to be some sort of, like you're using bending, which you both have the ability to use. So I'm like shaping and manoeuvring. Literally both of those things apply here. All right, uh, Ayami, since your move is going to help your friend first, what did you roll? Eight. Eight. Mixed success. Great. So you do manage to put up a wall of fire, although you know it will not last long. There is nothing for the fire to catch hold of, so you actively have to keep that fire burning. The moment you leave it, it will disappear. Um, Yuka, 
What did you roll? A seven. Also a mixed success. Your plan was to go under the water and then resubmerge somewhere else. Wasn't like, it? like pop up basically behind them. Great. Okay. You absolutely can do this. However, it will be a lot sooner than you think. You must make, you must pop up sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. There is no opportunity <clears throat> to delay you coming back up. So that's fine. If we're going by the trick, because I think this technically counts as the trick basic move. Yes. On a seven to nine with a trick, you get to choose one. They stumble, take plus one forward to acting against them. They act foolishly. The GM tells you what additional opportunity they give you, or they overcommit. They are deceived for some time. Is is the thing that, yes, we've managed to get behind them, but they notice very quickly. Is that sort of what you were implying? Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that makes sense. Great. So which one are you choosing? Oh, the middle one. The middle the, one. They um, act, foolishly. act foolishly. Great. Okay. <clears throat> you disappear behind this firewall, and as you pop up very quickly onto the glacier where this combat is happening between Avatar, Yon, and Tagaka, you very quickly see and draw the ire of <laughs> the um, one of the maids and bodyguards of Avatar, Yun. Very quickly you see this massive woman with a painted face and two metal fans gripped tightly in her hand, violently turn her head around to you. If it was a meme, there would be blood red eyes glowing, like, (laughs) as you, like, their head, like, twists around full 60. It's not that, but it's pretty similar. They immediately see you. Do we have a Kill Bill sound? <laughs> um, That's all I want. So yes, they act foolishly, which is they they stop focusing on Avatar Yun and they wrench themselves out of the ice and start making their way towards you. So the f- act foolishly is that they have they have given the opportunity for someone to turn the tide of the fight between Avatar Yun and Tagaka. All right, nicely done. Great. You're still up in the part air. Of the plan. <laughs> um, you're still up in the air. Um, what was your character's name again? Will? Uh, Tumo. 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 You're still up in the air, Tumo. What mm. are you going to do now? So I've seen all this occur. How many ships were in this? Dozens. Dozens. Okay. Of uh, yours. And there's only two Vanguard ships from the Avatar moving forward against this fleet. Okay. Um, and apologies, if you would have already mentioned this. I've just forgotten. The Avatar is on one of those ships currently? No, the Avatar is on the Glacier in between Glacier, them. Yes. Yes, fighting currently where Tumo has just, uh, sorry, where uh, Yuka has pulled himself up from. Yeah. And you can see that one of the bodyguards slash maids has made their way towards Yuka. Okay. May I do my shockwave move? That would mean we are actively starting combat. <clears throat> so combat works a bit differently. Again. Than, no, that's fine. <laughs> Absolutely, you can do this. So combat works a bit differently um, to normal encounters. Yes, the, book, the book does say that you can sort of do move Again, if they're, if they're just plebs, um, you can just do general moves. Everyone them, that but, down there is not a pleb. But yes, that's what I was about <clears> to say. Unfortunately. Guess so, what? You are about to engage, sir. Yes. So the way combat works <laughs> is um, there is what's called stance moves. Mm. Um, all of your basic techniques in combat fall into one of these three stance moves, which are defend, maneuver, advance, attack, and evade and observe. Mm-hmm. I need to decide what the NPCs are going to do first. Then you need to decide. So I am doing this now. <laughs> um, yes. So. What, what are you guys thinking for your... Basics. What, what what are you gonna do? Well, technically, think he's about what he's you're actually doing. Trying oh, to do. oh, true. We're, we're not. Fun. We're not there. No, but you are a part of this. You can definitely do things. So. Oh, I water penned. Brought you all in on it with me. Actually, I do. Like literally, one of the things that I get to do is basically rocket boots, but with water. Um, so that's fun. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like join you. Hell's yeah. Um, so I've got this thing called Flow as Water. Use a jet of water to propel you smoothly around obstacles. I mark a fatigue, but I move to a new location, yeah. and whoever I'm engaging with uh, marks the impaired uh, status. All right. So the NPCs have chosen what they're doing. Each of you need to choose your approach, which is one of the three options that I listed just before. Can you please uh, tell me what you are going to do? You just need to tell me the basic technique title, not the specific thing you're going to do. So whether it's defend and maneuver. Correct. One of the three because there is a order that they must go in. Yep. So could you all tell me what you're going to do, please? I'm going to defend a manoeuvre. Yep. Evade and observe. Ooh. 
<laughs> do it. Do it, Nicola. You can do it. Okay. I will advance and attack. Yeah. Right. Excellent. So those defending and maneuvering, you are rolling with focus, first of all. Yun is also defending and maneuvering, and so is one of the ships. So are both of the ships. Um you can go ahead with this Yuka first. I will allow that to you because you came into the scene actively. So you may do your defender maneuver first. What are you doing? Uh, so I'm literally just basically leaping onto the water and using, you know, those like uh, those things that you, you see that like are like jetpacks with water. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like you see them on like YouTube and like shorts all the time. Basically, you see me do that and just go and just like launch straight in. And in the process, I think I just splashed this person with a whole bunch of water. Uh, okay, so like, you're defending and maneuvering. So there's three options. You can ready, retaliate. Oh, you're seizing a position. It th- this like. is using one of my fighting techniques. Excellent. Tell me about that. Um, so this is why you were focusing. I told the audience already. Oh. Um, but yes, uh, specifically, jet of water, propel yourself. I mark one fatigue, which I will do specifically this very moment. Fatigue so. is your health. Every every player character has five. Once you fulfill that, you are unconscious, I believe. Marking conditions. You marking conditions. Thank you. Um, yes, if I I'm now engaging with someone, as a result, I get to give them the status effect impaired. Wonderful. Who are you engaging with? Yun, Kyosh, uh, one of the yeah, no, it's Kyosh. I, I think I think handmaidens or two of the other defenders that are on there. I think the, the red-eyed one. No, yeah, Kyoshi. I mean, yeah, that was that was flavor text, but I appreciate. I mean, you say that, but Kyoshi. Well, welcome to the power of the. So, GM. what have you what have you made, Kyoshi? Sorry, what? Kyoshi, what? What have you done to her? You said you put a negative status. Oh, it's Kyoshi? Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) I've done grunged up Yes, the one with the painted face, the two metal fans, and the massive size is definitely Kyoshi. I'm a prodigy, not a researcher. Great. What have you done to her? I'm a prodigy, Jim. What negative status have you done on her? Uh, Six, Jim. I'm a prodigy, not a researcher. That's that's the only reason I did this podcast, to hear you say that live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, Impaired. 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 Great. So for those of you playing at home, impaired means you're slowed or off balance. Mark one fatigue or take a negative two to all physical actions. She's going to take a negative fatigue to her actions. Um, fat. <laughs> fat. Kyoshi fat. Kyoshi fat. There is, there is an internet. Shame fat, she's thick. Uh, <laughs> there is an internet forum that has just pounced Please. on you as a human. Yes, they are going to murder me. Um, great. So you have put Kyoshi <clears throat> off balance. Your water that you've thrown onto the ice has made a slippery surface. So you have made her... Did I say off balance? Yes, I did. No, I said impaired. Yes, so you have marked a fatigue on her. So she needs to concentrate a bit more to regain her footing as she approaches you. Um, hmm? Was Kyoshi not aimed at Will? She's aimed at you because you <laughs> oh, appeared no. on the ice, buddy. <laughs> Why did I go? Okay, okay so Yon <laughs> is going to defend and manoeuvre. He is going to uh, retaliate against uh, the people, against Tagaka that's currently um, fighting. So um, you see him ready himself <laughs> against this person, this, this aggressor. Um, Kyoshi, uh, also the two ships move forward. They also depend, defend and maneuver. They will both ready themselves for whatever the ships coming are going to do. Um, Good thing we slipped yes. behind those ships. Yes, you as people, absolutely. Um, the third, the one of the other defenders is going to evade and observe. Uh, you, Ash, so they can't move just yet. And the other person is also going to defend a maneuver, which means they are going to ready themselves against you while the others engage with the aggressor, Tagaka. Um, so that's the defender maneuvers. Who had advance and attack? I did. You did. Yeah. Nicola, what does Ayami do? You are on the ship still. How far are we from the ice to get to it on it? Not a great distance, but you're also not within leap. Like, you can't leap off the ship onto the ice. There is two ships ahead of you still. What's the average distance of lightning? <laughs> that's, um, that's very So, far. for those of you at home, that is the look on her face. She's like, how far does lightning go? It goes far enough. I mean... No, that's not what I'm going to do. No, keep it a secret. No, that's not what I'm going to do. Um, so I'm going to use smash. 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 Tell us what smash does. So smash, mark one fatigue to destroy or destabilize something in the environment, <gasps> possibly inflicting or overcoming a fictionally appropriate positive or negative status. Excellent. Can you roll with passion, please, Nicola? Of course. And then tell us what you are going to do. 
What are the chances, Will, that firebenders roll with passion predominantly? It's a nine. Pretty, pretty high. Yeah, pretty high. Pretty high. Pretty high. That's a nine. Cool. So, what are you wanting to do? So, I'm wanting to again firebend, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do something fancy with my hands, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna uh, aim the fire to uh, the floor, like the ice, and heat it up. Right, so you're trying to melt Trying to melt it, like crack it through. uh, Destabilise the environment, yeah. For those listening, Nicola actually made fancy hand gestures. Um, It's a very visual world, Avatar. It is, yeah. It's beautiful, actually, when you talk about the original creators, talk about the different kinds of bending and the forms and martial arts that they're based on. It's really beautiful. I'm pretty sure water bending is all like... um, Tai Chi. Tai Chi, yeah, which is really cool. Anyway, yeah, so on a 7 to 9, you absolutely do that. However, there is a mixed success within that. So, uh, <laughs> Yuka, the surface you stand on. What, what are the rules for helping during combat? I didn't Rules see for anything. helping during combat, I'm glad you asked, because I'm <laughs> totally not prepared to answer that question. Me um, you Helping is a basic move, so I'm pretty sure you can do it within combat normally. Just... Uh, no, I didn't specify where I was aiming. I was aiming for the people that I could see avoiding him. The aggressors. The aggressors. Yeah, okay, yeah. yes, but it is a mixed success. So, yes, you do affect them. However, also, Yuka, you're, the surface you're on has become slick because of the heat. That's so, funny. it is a little bit slippery, and I might... I now have the opportunity to capitalise on that with a GM move if I need to. Well, I I rolled particularly well with my stands, um, and I think I'm... Do I, do I get two moves like I get a mastery and a basic move yes you do so I could like do a help so that brings that up to a full success yeah why not absolutely okay. you you sort of like move your little foot you, you do little some fancy footwork and move to the side and you sort of refreeze the ice surrounding you so you do not suffer that penalty good work um, anyone who other ha- attack and advances surprise surprise Kyoshi is going to attack and advance on you Sir, um, <laughs> they are going to um, use a number of techniques equal to plus one their balance rating chosen by the DM. What? So, what? Uh, I'm going to find my. I didn't expect you guys to. There is actually a Kyoshi stat block, so um, I, I really... I'm going to quickly get that up. I didn't yeah. actually expect you guys to just go full hand, like right in there, but that's all. Well, I, didn't, I didn't. I feel like I didn't DM you much of a choice, so <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. That's a good. So good. It's all fun. Um, so let me just find that. I will. Guys, what if we kill Kiyoshi and then <laughs> Avatar doesn't happen? <laughs> it, it's what Nickelodeon would have wanted. Uh, I mean... Yeah, it's cute that you think that. <laughs> yeah, good times. It's very cute. Um, for those of you that are playing at home, if you look at any of the material, uh, Nickelodeon's name is written right down the bottom of every single page, uh, just, just in case you forget. There's my girl. There's Kiyoshi. Excellent. Cool. She's going to advance an attack with Earthquake. Ripple the earth and stone all around you with terrible <laughs> Joke's force. on her. It's water. <laughs> it's our ice, actually. Which is made out of what, Jesse? It's uh, technically a rock. Is it? Ice is technically a rock. Look, this is... Glacial, gla- if you want to fucking do this, glacial ice is technically a rock because it's a certain percentage of water and minerals. I'm not going to get into it. If you Google it, you're going to be upset because I'm right. It's true. He, we've had this argument. Had He's this like, argument lava before. is water. Lava, yeah. like... Anyway... Uh, ripple the earth and stone all around you with terrible force. Any structures around you that are damaged or destroyed, inflicting up to four fatigue on anyone inside and impairing and trapping them. I'm not going to do four fatigue because that's a bit much considering she's shattering the ice, not uh, even though it is rock. Um, that is not the how she's doing it. Um, as you're standing there, you see a massive spire of stone burst through the center of the glacier. From the bottom, like, I'm super impressed by this. Don't get me wrong. When I say from the bottom of the ocean, that's not how incredulous it's like, wow. No, yes, you are 100%. You notice this from the bottom of the ocean. You are a learned man. We have established this. You're quite well off. You were, you were raised well and you've been well off. You can tell that this rock is basalt, which means it has come from the seabed. She has bent this up with a very quick jut out of her feet in a square sort of stance and a singular thrusting arm upward in a diagonal motion. She has raised a spear of rock through the glacier, up through the ice. She raises you up higher than a mountain, a spire of basalt stone. Very quick. uh, Can you please roll assess the situation for me? Um, And take two fatigue as you try and maintain your balance on this now shifting surface. 
Um, I take a negative one to that, which brings it to a six. Cool. You can take her. Yeah, no, that's what I actually I do have a move uh, called judging a rival. Go ahead, go ahead and use that. Instead. Excellent. Um, judge, like so, if that's the case, then I that goes up to a a uh, sorry, sorry, nine. That's a nine. A nine. You can ask a question. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so for those playing at home, judging a rival and roll focus. What are your weaknesses, strengths? How can I show you dominance or submission? What do you intend to do next? What do you wish I'd do right now? Uh, so what question are you asking me? Oh, I am absolutely going, you earthbender that can disrupt the sea itself. What is your weakness? None. You are incredibly outmatched right now. And you know that this entire thing, if this is one person, this entire mission is folly and you need to leave right now. <laughs> Good news. I have a move called Flubber's Water, which GTFOs me. Great. Excellent. Would you like to roll that, sir? I mean, technically, that's a fighting. I I don't think I'm allowed to yet. That's okay. We've got to move we on. can move on. So you've, uh, I'm just going to say, Yuka, you've immediately realized that we're fucked. <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> you are. Uh, uh, Tamo, you've just seen a massive spire of rock come out of the sea. You're not dumb. You're also older. You're aware of how things work. There is no rock here to be pulled up, mm. so you know damn well where this rock has come from. It's come from the seabed. That rock, bad. Um, <laughs> Ayami, also, you know that um, you're in the southern, you're in the south pole. There is no land that is sustained. You're a military person, so you know... When, how to deal with other nations. You know that there is no land here and that your fire is particularly useful because you can melt the ice because there's nothing sustaining it. There's nothing holding it up. So you know damn well that there is no rock here other than the seabed. And this this person, whoever she is, has just earthbended the seafloor into a spire up through this glacier. I take a moment. I look at her. I look at uh, Yuka and I'm like... Yeah, Yuka's normally like you. You've spent a bit of time with them. You know that they're pretty poised and whatever. The face is like, oh boy. I see his face and I'm like, nah. And I make like a fire bridge back to the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Cabbage, get us out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Can you? I feel like that should roll something to get yourself back to the ship. Um. Can you push your luck? Yeah. When you push your luck in a risky situation, say what you want to do and roll with passion. Um. Tamo, how are you getting? How are you getting back to the ship? Um, I, you are in the air currently, so it might be pretty easy for you. I am in the air currently, so I am going to fly down to the Actually, ship. Smart move. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. You, you, you like, oh damn, and you immediately start <laughs> running your way back through the air with jets of fire <laughs> coming from your feet back to the ship. Uh, the GM tells you what other lucky opportunities fall in your lap. Is you know <laughs> that if you run in this direction, you will run directly over the top of some of the Avatar ships. They're made of wood. You're a firebender. I mean, on my way. <laughs> <laughs> As you run, your jets of flame, you can tell, and you extend them further outwards, just dousing the ships below you with a gout of fire, as you do. Beautiful. Yuka, how are you getting back to the ship? I mean, so... Here's the deal. I definitely can use this exact manoeuvre, which is flow of water, um, while this iceberg slash ice sheet that we're on is completely disrupted. Um, And that impedes (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, Kiyoshi, which I think I definitely want to do. Would you like to roll, please? Yeah, the best part about this move... So, um, yeah, if you... You can actually like run away. There's There's a running away thing in basic techniques, but it can be... Thwart. This doesn't do that. So okay. Um, so the stance is nine total. Um, Wonderful. So, can so you read I, out I, your ability. Yeah. So in this case, it's use a jet of water to propel yourself smoothly. Um, I can move to a new location, disengage from a foe. They are now officially impaired. Great. So as you <coughs> as you yeet yourself back to your ship with a jet of water. Yeet in, yeet out. Yeet in, yeet out. The spray, again, covers Kyoshi with water, dousing her down. You know that it's very cold, so you've bought yourself a lick of time. I think I think you get a little... If only you were a waterbender, you could get rid of that. <laughs> sad. Um, <laughs> big got, sad. Got it. <laughs> Fucking got it. I mean, 
that's foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, as you all make your way back to the ship, you see the captain going, what's, go- what's, what's going on? Are we leaving? Mm, mm, oh, mm, good, because mm. I hate this. Captain Cabbage, captain set Cabbage. course for out of here. <laughs> um, you, see, <laughs> you see Captain Hunter, as he wants to do, just sort of raise his hand and twist his arms about, and the ship does a complete 360 on the spot. It's one of his only good techniques, and it's always helpful, because already you are passing through your allied Fifth Nation ships mm. as you drift away from them as they push forward into the fray. Bye, suckers. <laughs> Not going to go well. As you do that, you hear a loud burst of stone, and the woman, the painted-faced woman you saw standing as tall as a giant, raises herself up on a column of basalt and starts throwing her arms and legs about in all sorts of earth-bending manner, each time throwing a deadly spire through one of your compatriot ships and smashing apart the Fifth Nation as you flee into the sea. She is chasing you down. I feel like we probably should have assessed the situation. <laughs> 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 if only someone had have rolled a negative. Tabletop Unknown Remnants of the Fifth is Nicola as Ayami, Ash as Yuka, Will as Tumo, and myself, Jesse, as the DM. The Tabletop Unknown theme is by Will himself, and our additional sound effects and music are from zapsplat.com. Will and I are so pumped to be back recording new seasons with new games this year. Um, we're sorry it took a little bit of a while, but unfortunately with COVID setting us back so much, we struggled a bit the start of the year. But we're back, and we're very excited. Um, of course, our new home is on the 8-Bit Network, and I have a quick recommendation for you. Uh, check out The Hungry Gamers with Ali Hart and Brendan White, where they talk all things video games, give opinions, and just give, you know, general pop culture updates as well. They're great. Check them out. You can find them on 8bit.net or wherever you get your podcasts. Our next episode is out on June 4th, and we will see you then. Okay. Give me just one moment. Talk amongst yourselves. Make some noise for the podcast. <clears throat> oh my god. I am going to this is the this is the part of the day. This is the this is the reason that people either stopped listening or started listening with <laughs> yeah. <you> fucking track. <laughs> Who gave um, the bar control? That's true. That's let true. the numbers tell the truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the most successful yeah, beats the the Witcher. Oh no, we're gonna have to play this every single time. <laughs> right. Alright. Table top unknown